This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good afternoon, family and friends. Uh, welcome to my program called Rise This Afternoon. We just want to welcome you this afternoon on this rainy, rainy weekend, week that we've had. But I just want to encourage you that this is the time that we need to listen to the radio. And we just want to encourage you this afternoon. You know, this is the program that where we give you wisdom and hope and guidance and knowledge when real life happens in the family. We discuss relevant and often unspoken issues in the family in truth and in love. And with God, we can rise to the restoration and above all, together as a family. And yes, we deal with so many cons- issues in our communities and I have a wonderful guest this afternoon in the studio with us. He's going to be Pastor Peter Olson, and he is the overseer for Anointed Pastors Fellowship International, which is a network of Christian leaders from various denominations who are committed to supporting and empowering each other in their roles as servants of God. The fellowship aims, aims to provide a safe an inclusive space for pastors to connect, share ideas, and receive guidance and support from one another. And Pastor Peter is such an incredible um, uh, advocate uh, for servant leadership. He leads by example. He is always involved with his community, and he is such an um, I've had been involved with so many projects of his, and he's sometimes not very popular because he addresses um, he addresses uh, issues that have been really um, important to the community. But he addresses everything that he needs to. But we're going to meet with him straight after this break that we're going to have now. Enjoy. Uh, Micah, uh, Tyler, and even then, and a bit of our advertising that needs to be done, and we have to pay our way through the radio station. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you for being with us this afternoon on this rainy day. Um, As I was privileged to introduce Pastor Peter this afternoon. Pastor Peter Olsen, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon, and we are so grateful that you are here. And as we said, that he is a huge advocate in his community, and we are really going to discuss the fact that we are need to be relevant. And how is the community and church and schools and everybody in the community standing in unity to resolve the issues and the problems in the, in the, in the area. And we wanted to address this this afternoon because, you know, we're finding everybody's trying to create the wheel and trying to do their own thing. And yet there is such, if you had to collaborate together, you might achieve a lot more. And there might be a lot more love of Jesus' love flowing in in the community. And that is what we're going to try and address. And Pastor Peter, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Good afternoon, Renette, and good afternoon, listeners. It's a privilege for me to be here this afternoon. Yes, I tell you now, Pastor Peter, I've worked with him on several projects and um, outreaches and stuff like that, and he is very active and sometimes not very popular because of the fact that he's prepared to take on whatever needs to be done in his area. He will 
Go after the municipalities and he will, and not in, in vengeance, but really because of his love and his care for his people and getting things done for the children in the community and the youth in the community. And he goes out and when he gets gifts and uh, he distributes food and beds and he's just had a huge outreach now. So Pastor Peter, you know, we, we spoke about this before. What is the main challenges that um, the communities are experiencing? And then again, I do believe a lot of disunity amongst the communities and the, and the lead, le- leaders of the communities. Yes, sir, and it, um, it is so true. Uh, look, if we look at any community, you will, you will see that there's different, different, not just different sectors, but there's different, different issues that we are facing within those different sectors that there are within communities. Um, especially for the community where I'm coming from, one of the things that, that, that we, we as, a, as a ministry has been struggling with is substance abuse. Um, we, have, we have had issues where, um, based on information that was shared on, on media, through media, through the social media, that, that cannabis and those type of stuff is legal, it's not legal. Um, now, the, the increase of, of, of cannabis use has become rampant. It, it, is, it has increased within mm. our communities. Young people using cannabis. Young kids. Uh, yesterday, I was standing outside of my house, and I saw a couple of young girls um, using cannabis, mm. almost like it's supposed to be like that. And yes. for us as a ministry, we cannot stay silent and just accept um, the, the, the stuff that is norm within our communities. We have to address it because if you know that something is wrong and you don't address it, because you know it's wrong, you are a participant within that wrong thing. So as a pastor, as a believer, as a Christian, it is my duty to address, um, to mm. speak out. Um, yes. Sometimes to be a hard well when it comes to addressing uh, the issues that needs to be addressed. Some people don't want to address the issues, but I've made up my mind. Like Joshua said, that me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. And serving the Lord means that you need to address issues that sometimes difficult to address, but we need to address it. And we cannot compromise. Yes, ma'am. And I read a very interesting post this morning. When sin, if the Bible says it's sin, then our opinion doesn't matter. And this is exactly what we need to cannot compromise anymore. We are mm-hmm. feeding immoral uh, behavior within our, and then we want to ask questions when it's, the wheels have fallen off. So what else do you think is, now, as you said, the cannabis, um, you know, service providing, and all those kind of things are also things that you address. We cannot, um, to be honest, as, as the church of Jesus Christ, we, we are not separate from the world. That's we right. are, even though we are in the world, we are not of this world. And for us, if we see that something's wrong, we need to come as believers and address the issues that is wrong. Yes. Even when it comes to service delivery, when it comes to not just service delivery, it comes to the needs of people. We yes. need to get to a place where the church becomes the conduit through which God sends us the natural, the natural. Look, look, for me, the local church is the legal entity that God has put in place to work through his will. The church is the entity that brings the change within society. We are not gift driven, but we are supposed to be spirit driven, meaning that we are led by God's spirit to address certain things within our societies. That's why Paul, uh, why the book of Acts says, when the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you will receive power. So whenever you are within God's presence, God will enable you to address certain things. 
but we, have, we haven't been called to address all things, but there's certain things that God will prompt on your heart, the Holy Spirit will lead you to address. So as the church, we shouldn't stay silent when it comes to our communities. We shouldn't, we shouldn't scour away from, from um, when young people walk into your church to speak about sex and sexuality. It's not, we shouldn't scour away from those things. Those are the issues we are supposed to address because STIs is real. AIDS and HIV is real. Teen pregnancy is real. So as the body of Christ, we need to address those pivotal issues. And nip it in the bud. Yeah, because we, we want to stand away from even social media. Um, can become a, a weapon of the enemy against mm. our young people. So we need to teach them how to use social media ethically. Yes. We need to teach them not just to, how to use social media ethically, but to use it as a method of influencing their friends into a positive direction rather than just making TikToks and having your um, dancing around on TikTok, but use it as a medium to address the issues that we are facing at this present moment. Mm. We are living in a time where, where things are so, so bad. Yes. But as the church of Jesus Christ, we need to rise up and actually be the change force. We need to be the, 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 the force behind the change within our communities. Amen. Amen. And going forward, you know, we, as you were mentioning about the moral compass that has really gone perverse and distorted in, on all levels, from what we watch, what we see, what we read, what we expose to, um, you know, the different kinds of programs that are on TV and, you know, how girls and young guys start emulating these uh, these uh, people. Um, it's really, and parents are allowing it. Mm -hmm. So we need to get the, the, um, the cooperation and investment from the parents as well. And, you know, we, we got a whole new society that wants to be cool, but it's not cool when they are messed up at the end of the mm -hmm. day. So, you know, what, what are the challenges that you've had in these last couple of, um, you know, years that you've been in the community? Okay, let me, let me, put, it like, let me put it like this. As, as a pastor, I've, I've realized that um, as a church, you, you cannot address all issues. Yes. You are not, you're not equipped to address all issues. Mm -hmm. You are equipped to minister the word. At times you are equipped to, to counsel um, people when they come in. At times you are equipped to, to serve people with a plate of food. At times you are equipped to, to, to serve people in a, in a capacity where you can give them a, a t-shirt to wear or a pants to put on. But you are not always equipped to address certain issues. That is why I believe as a pastor, a church is not an island. You're always an individual, yes, you're not an island. Yes. You need people with different expertise. You need people with mm. different skills. You will need social workers. You need to connect with, with, with even if it's Badisa or um, other social uh, work entities, entities yeah. within your community. You need to connect with them so that you can address certain issues and within refer. your community. You need to connect, yeah, and refer, knowing how to, how to um, evaluate, how to assess, and how to refer. So if you don't know how to evaluate or assess and how to refer, or you don't have relationship with other entities, it will become difficult because you will try to address stuff that you don't have the capacity, the, the capacity the to address or the knowledge how to address. What do you do when somebody that is has full-blown AIDS walks into your house? How do you deal with someone that is hungry or somebody that is homeless? Or uh, how do you deal with, and you don't have the infrastructure to deal with it. I believe that as the Church of Jesus Christ, we need to connect we need to connect with different entities. Is it, is it um, even uh, night shelters? We need to connect so that we can refer people to those night shelters. But the only way that we can do it is when we take hands 
develop relationships develop. and 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 mm. find ways to to work hand in hand with different organizations mm. it is impossible to address all the issues within our communities i don't believe in church sanity i believe in christianity yeah. jesus walked into the community he was on ground level at, at one stage he fed six thousand people i believe he was the first person that owned the soup kitchen so if we want to make a difference, we don't just have to preach to them, we need to serve them. We need to become servant leaders where we serve mm. our communities. Um, as, as, as a pastor, I, I've, I've learned this the hard way in how to, how to serve people. And at times we don't have the capacity to do it, but yet especially we find your ways community, to do it. Especially your community pastors really are struggling. So they need, they, because they are meeting the needs of communities that aren't are impoverished unemployed got huge issues um and with the issues that you've mentioned so you know you people need to collaborate yes you know you need to partner with each other and see if you two three churches put together that you are adopting a school or something like that and say let's Mm -hmm. address that i had a lovely guest on my program the other day and this is what he suggested he said get a church Partner with that church, partner with the school in your area, or two or three of you, partner with a school, partner with an organization that you can work together for yes, the, the, the solution. You will, as a, a, a separate entity, cannot manage everything. It's impossible. Impossible. And it, it's heartbreaking and demoralizing. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Pastor Peter, you know, you have really put... <laughs> Foot in the hook, as they say, and really plowed the fields yes, um, with lots of resistance and lots of um, personal sacrifice. But you've been so obedient over the years, and I've really, re- really watched in awe of the work that you've done. And you really have the heart of your community at bay. So, but you know, what else do you think is going to, you know, the fact that you are reaching out for the community and you've got now some pastors, I've got Pastor Douglas in the um, studio with us here as well. We know he's a a fellow Trojan in his area, in the same area. um, And we're just so proud of them for the work that they are doing. But I would like to encourage, um, you know, our listeners and and the family members, you know, families that are really struggling, that you go to to your pastor uh, in your area, one that you can trust and believe, that you can really go and support them as well because they need support, prayer support, um, you know, uh, need some moral support. Uh, As I said, they're not islands. So, Pastor Peter, um, you know, how have you developed those kind of relationships in your area? Um, I'm not just uh, the pastor of Babel City Outreach. I'm also the African overseer for the Anointed Pastors Fellowship Mm. International. Uh, that is an international alliance of pastors that is finding common ground to work together as one unit. Now, basically what we do is, especially when there's certain issues that's happening within our community, we will band together and find ways to address the issues that's within our community. Um, a couple of days back, um, the University of the Western Cape um, phoned me, uh, a department on the university, and they said they have some extra uh, old beds and stuff that has been standing within storage for a while. And they actually found our website online. And when they found our website Wonderful. online, what they did was they then contacted us and asked us if, we, if we're not in need of extra beds. I said, look, in our community, there's so many people that do need beds. Yes. 
and me and uh, another pastor was in the area, um, Reverend for um, Reverend Fori and um, Reverend Faru came together and we decided they're going to draw a couple of names out of the community, go from house to house, find out who needs a bed. And we distributed for three days, literally wow, drove from fantastic. house to house without, <laughs> without any financial um, compensation or any financial um, assistance. We took a little bucky and we, we drove the beds from house to house and we, we handed out beds to people that were in need of beds. Wow. And fabulous. we served and, and we walked in into Wendy's, a little six by nine Wendy. And you walk into it and you see there's only one bed and there's five people living there. Oh. And and giving another bed, people they were so appreciative of receiving a, a gift out of and you know and I think some of the listeners will know how expensive a bed can be. Yes. And and um we would we would we would Hand it out and see the changes that we made just by giving somebody a free gift. A free gift. And, and a, bed. a bed. I tell you now, in this weather, they're sleeping on floors and mattresses. It yes, ma'am. And it's cold. It's cold out there. And, and um, just to have that type of partnership where God, and, and we never phoned them. We never asked anything. People mm. phoned us. And we became the portal or the, the avenue through which God could, could, could bless families. Yes. And I'm so Amen. grateful for that opportunity that we had. And, and, and especially Reverend Faru that actually took his van and he drove and oh, decided man. I'm going to sow time and take time out of work to play some. Wonderful. So this is an encouragement to you out there. Listen to what is happening. If you are looking for a, a place to give, look in your area. Find where you can take yes. it to. We've ourselves just had a wonderful sock drive uh, where we collected a th- dozens and thousands of socks and we went and gave it to the communities so come on guys get active but we're going to follow on with this conversation straight after this amazing song that's coming on now by charlie leblanc and jill leblanc and it's called hallelujah lord let us join them this afternoon Hallelujah, and was that not amazing? I really enjoyed that, and this is where we're at right now. We need to sing Hallelujah. It's so strange because that's the first song I sang this morning. When I wake up, I always wake up with a song. Thank praise the Lord for that, and I was singing Hallelujah. So that was a good, good, good start and good connection for me today. So the Lord knows exactly the songs that he needs to put on for us. So we are at the moment discussing about you know, how relevant are we? With Pastor Peter Olson, we've got Pastor Douglas Ferry also in the studio with us. He's a, ma- a mighty support to Pastor Peter. And they do amazing work in the communities. Really step out and doesn't matter if they, the finances, you know, our poor community pastors are not meet not their own needs don't get met because they serve they're serving communities that are impoverished and unemployed and got other issues in their areas but they go out in faith and they do the work of God because they love him first and foremost and they love their people so this is a really an ideal um, organization called Belleville Outreach um, in Belleville South and they are really busy really busy always involved to something. So Pastor Peter, you know, there is something that we are, there's a lot of weak links. Um, you know, uh, we've got so many forums and it's this NGO and everybody's inventing the wheel, but not really making a mighty impact. What would your suggestion be of how to collaborate? Um, yes, and we need to agree and disagree. That is life. And that's never going to change till 
the Lord comes. <laughs> yeah, so how, what would you suggest? According to Jeremiah 29, 7, um, our church's motto is based on Jeremiah 29, verse 7, or our foundation is based on Jeremiah 29, verse 7, that says, also seek the peace and prosperity of the city that I have carried you into exile. The first portion of the scripture says, seek the peace. We need to find out what the, the, the issues are within our community. And find, I think one translation says, work for the peace of the city. And find ways to work towards finding peace within that community. If I talk about peace, somebody might in the community not have employment and not have peace because he doesn't have employment. So our message should be of finding ways to, to get that person to a place of employment and helping him to find that, that stability or that peace so that he can function as a productive citizen within the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the other thing is um, what we also need to do, because the Bible says seek for the peace, we need to find out what the issues are within a community that is crime-driven yes. and find ways of addressing those type of issues as well. As I, I believe, this is just my belief, is that the church is the entity that God has ordained to work through all the things that is needed for your community through. I believe that the church is the, the entity that God has raised up to address crime, to address poverty, to address um, social injustice. I believe the church is, is the, ent- the legal entity that God has raised up to do those things because the Bible says seek the peace. Now Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. So for us to address issues, we need to get the churches within the community to come together because I believe all the resources that we need is already within the church. Yes. We, can, we cannot go look to the world for solutions. The church already have all the solutions on the inside, yes. but leaders the, need, the leaders need to get together and, and, and start brainstorming and, and start uh, uh, working ways out to work together to address the issues that is within communities. We cannot expect the world to come in and assist us. We need, because we have been enabled, God already gave us everything. I think Genesis 1 says, and God said, be fruitful. And fruitfulness talks of having the ability to reproduce or to produce out of what you have. And God has placed everything that we have already within the body of Christ. And I believe that the the best solution to address the issues of our communities is when leaders come together, pastors come together and strategize in how they as the unit within the community or as the pastors and the leaders within the community can figure ways out to address the issues that we have within our communities. Um, for too long, we have worked in our own little corners. Yes. It is time that we break out of our little corners, come together, strategize, plan, and then implement programs that will assist our communities change our community and transform our communities but it will happen when leaders come together as one unit amen and that is vitally important and that is also including business people yes. businessmen organizations you know that are operating already yes ma'am. i mean we've just had a, a, a analogy i'm not going to mention the the community um that they are like 86 and it's not a big community 86 organizations and they cannot sustain themselves because they don't get any support. There's no um, no connection between 
the needs of the people and them themselves. They come with these beautiful programs and they've got so much to offer, but they aren't sustainable because there is no support from the churches. There's no support from, uh, uh, you know, community leaders and business people to actually say, listen, we can come alongside um, the churches and alongside the organizations to be able to make it functional and be really intentional in wanting to yes, get ma'am. your intentional yes, yes, to ma'am. get and no good looking at the government, no good looking at when you can be the, the solution and resolution of your own community area. I agree with you, Renit. You are so spot on. I was reading a book and there's a guy called Augustine that lived years back. He made a statement of the city of man and the city of God. And the statement he makes is, or, or the, the, the conclusion that I came to us is that within the city of man, we are gift-driven. In the city of God, we are spirit-led. The problem we have is that we, especially the church, they take the, 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 the cue point from what's happening within the world. Yeah, it is time right. that, we, that we take our cue from what the Spirit of God says. That Absolutely. we are led by the Spirit. The Bible says and Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert. Jesus wasn't driven into the desert. He was led by the Spirit. Because He was led by the Spirit, He was sustained by the Spirit. Exactly. So I believe that as, as the church, we need to get together as leaders, pray, pray for our communities firstly. Mm-hmm. Ask God for direction Allow the spirit to give us direction And then to connect with, with, with the businesses Within that community Then to develop um, programs That will address poverty That will address not just poverty But that will address uh, uh, gender based violence And substance abuse And those type of things Just this weekend A young man was shot Within our mm. community And he passed away He died And for me that is so une- unacceptable Oh, uh, my question is: It but is. Where it is, was the rest? Where yeah. were we? Yeah, the where thi- were we? The thing is, there's so much happening within our community, like the street parties. It's happening. Mm-hmm. Is there any infrastructure? Is there any uh, programs developed to keep young people busy on a Saturday evening? Is there programs developed and set up, not just to keep young people uh, occupied within the area, but is there programs developed that 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 will address the issues that young people are going through? Now, it, it, I've noticed that there's there's so much church activity. But there's no real programming And no move There's no, no move there's, I agree with you Renit There's no move I feel that it is time Where, the, where, where, where leaders get together Put their heads together Start, start strategizing Start work. That is why the APFI is there Is to get leaders together So that we can sit down And strategize And plan And find tangible ways To address the issues That is within our communities And not just to, to sit and talk But to actually implement programs Actually get stuff out there mm-hmm. like, like on the 18th We are again partnering with, with EMS A department at UWC To get blankets to the people of our community mm, It is time that we, that we take hands And partner with the local entities Within our communities it, 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 it is, I'm, I'm tired Vital. Of, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired Of seeing what's yes. happening within our <laughs> communities good. It is time that we rise mm. up As the Church of Jesus Christ As pastors And get your hands dirty And walk the streets Amen I really feel that this is essential, that we do not, you know, and, and we're not knocking churches here. We're just asking. Yes, sir. To, we're yes, just ma'am. asking. Yes, ma'am. How relevant do you feel yes, led by God and the Holy Spirit? Are you making an impact? Are, is your community bent and buckled still and in agony? Why? 
we need to get the outside help and get the help that you need. Be there for each other and reach out and trust and believe the Lord. Yes, He's ma'am. bigger than all these issues. We need to believe that and he will meet the needs, but we need to get the heart factor right. We need to know what is the condition of our hearts for our community. We're going to continue this conversation and oh, I love this one. Next one it's called Great Are You Lord. Amen. And he is greater than all that is happening in our communities. He is the ultimate solution, but he needs us to step out and do the work for him and with him. And we're going to quickly listen to All Sons and Daughters by Great Are You Lord. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you for staying tuned with us. I think we are speaking about a very hot topic. And it might not fall in many happy ears, but I really feel it's very relevant. You know, are we are we doing a checklist on ourselves? Are we relevant? Are we getting involved? Doesn't matter how, even if it's an intercession, and even if it's a group of ladies once a week getting together or and praying and men getting together and praying and pastors getting together and praying. Yes, even if it just starts there and just to activate the factor that God has put us on this earth to serve his people. He said we, he will leave, he's leaving us behind as his disciples to do greater things than what he did. And are we doing that? Are we doing it? I'm not here. We're not criticizing. We are just to awaken and reactivate that, you know, the sleeping, the, the you know, the sleeping, uh, set up that we find ourselves in complacency because we're all struggling with our own needs. But I tell you now, if we take hands, we will be able to be there even for each other. And you will start seeing the love flow and the desire to see our communities prosper. So Pastor Peter, I'm going to leave it to you. Give us some ideas. Give us some recommendations. Things what you think could possibly work. Maybe somebody will come and stand up in your own communities of let's try this, let's try this. Yes, ma'am. Um, if you look at the book of First Chronicles 12, verse 32, where you look at the sons of Issachar, they could discern the seasons and the times. So for us as pastors, as believers, we must be able to discern the seasons and the times. We need to discern what season we are in. We need to understand the times that we are in. I was looking at the word community. If you dissect the word community, you'll find two words, common unity. Um, what do we as, as leaders have in common with the people that we serve is the community that we are in it is the city that we are in and we need to find common ground to address the issues that is within our communities now you need to understand sociology with, with sociology you'll understand that communities are, are, are structured based on what religions they are within a community what what um, business sectors they are within a community what culture groups are within a community and and those things make up the society that we are living in as, as a pastor, I fully understand that, that my community doesn't just consist of Christians. There's also Muslim. Yes. There's also um, people that, that believes in different faiths or different, different, um, different understandings of things. So for me, it is how do I address the issues people have by not being, um, not excluding anyone. The yes. Bible says, for God's love, the Bible says, God's love the world that He gave His Son. Not just for one grouping. He said, for God so loved the world. 
that he gave his only begotten son. Light signs, signs better in darkness. So we need to figure out ways how to address issues from, from not just one perspective, but understand before you can be understood, you need to understand. So I need to understand what is the need of a Muslim person. I need to understand what's the need of a Hindu person. What is the need of a person that doesn't have bread on the table tonight to eat? I need to fully understand what they're going through so that I can find ways to address the issues that they're going through. That is why community forums is so important. I'm going to say why. Where is this lack of information? Where is this lack of knowledge? Yes. People perish. So if there's, if there's communication, when there's communication, you will get information. Information mm -hmm. gives you the tools that you need to address the issues that is within your community. That is why I will encourage people to, to formulate forums or community organizations that, that is not centralized around religion, but it is centralized around love. Um, the reason why I'm saying that is because the Bible says in First Corinthians, God is love. 1 John 4, 6, 19 says, and God is love. So if God is love, our movements or our actions must be, must be seasoned in love. So when we serve our communities, we shouldn't see culture. We didn't, shouldn't see religion. We should see people. And then serve those people from a position of love. Irrespective if he's Muslim, if he walks through my door and he needs something to eat, I will give him something to eat, irrespective of his religion. Because I'm, 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 I'm not religious. I'm a Christian. And mm -hmm. because I'm a Christian, I follow the example of Christ. So my suggestion will be is to formulate forums within communities that will incorporate not just the church, but it will incorporate the broader community to sit mm -hmm. down and find common ground in, in addressing the issues that our communities are, are faced with. Because mm -hmm. our, our, it's a complex uh, situation because we have so much stuff happening. I mean, drug abuse, drug dealing, human trafficking, it, it, it affects not just Christians, it affects all people of a society or a community. So we need to understand how this is making impact on all sectors of our communities and find ways, common ground to address those issues. Um, I want to, I want to, I want to plea, I want to uh, ask the pastors out there, let's break down the dividing walls that divide us from others. Let us stop looking at people based on religion and let's see them through the and eyes of Christ. And status and exactly. all those things. Let's you know? find common ground. Mm. And address Amen. the issues that need. And even uh, I've noticed, even women has to, and I've seen some powerful women, especially in our ministry, that that can reach certain certain women groups that we cannot reach. That's I, I, I've noticed that that um, there's such a love, mothering, nurturing yeah, capacity. So let us let us let us mobilize every part of our society Amen. so that we can make an impact within the city. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, I really believe that we need to start getting active. Uh, time is running out. God is needing to see his people get saved. And we're wanting our world to come back to the Lord. Really, people, we cannot minister. I read a fantastic um, from a sister uh, uh, leader of ours, uh, Pearl Coupe, this morning. said, we cannot take, we need to take responsibility for the people in and around our families and our homes and our communities. It was so profound, actually, such a profound truth. Before we go running around the world and wanting to change the world, when we actually have things to do right at our doorstep, and God is not going to ask us what we've done. He's going to ask us what we haven't done. 
and we need to step up family and friends and know that we are so important and so relevant in the community right now. So thank you, Pastor Peter. Thank you for your tenacity, your drive, your love for your community, love for change, love for getting life start, uh, you know, in the right direction and wanting to serve you. So may God just use you mightily uh, from success to success, from glory to glory, from this day onwards. But thank you for joining us this afternoon. Thank you, Renette. And okay, family and friends, we will see you next week. Same time, same place. Stick to the rules and we will say goodbye right now. Goodbye. Enjoy your week further. Blessings to you. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.